Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Jackson Stuff Podcast. They're going to talk about Paul Revere myths. Now, you've probably heard about this Paul Revere guy. He's the guy who rode from Lexington to Concord warning the militiamen about the impending British attack. Now, there's a lot of myths about this guy, and um, a lot of the details you've heard about him come from uh, Henry Longfellow's poem. Now... Uh, the first myth we're going to talk about is that Revere was a brilliant silversmith. He was certainly competent. I mean, have you seen some of the spoons he's made? But he definitely wasn't any Michelangelo of silver. Now, another myth is that he Revere hung signal lanterns in a church tower. This is also false. Revere was very good at getting other people to do uh, his work for him. And plus, he was riding through town. I mean, and kind of hung them on there. But the also just to be noted, um, the signal was that two dimly lit brand- lanterns, which meant the British would, army would take the Charles River route. Now, another myth. This is probably one of the biggest parts of the poem, and probably the one you've heard the most often, is that Revere yelled, "The British are coming," which is false. That would have been like someone from Pittsburgh yelling, "The Americans are coming." Like all, like most colonists, uh, Revere considered himself British. I mean, what else would he call himself? North American? I don't know. But anyways, uh, his warning specified the regulars were coming, i.e. the regular British Army. um, Also, it's unlikely he yelled anything. I mean, there were patrols everywhere. Now, another myth is he rode directly from Lexington to Concord. This is also false. He actually had a team of organized riders. He he was very much just like a guy who rode from point A to point B, then got the next rider to ride from B to C, and then so on and so forth. Now, he did meet up with another rider, however, uh, William Dawes, and they later picked up um, Samuel Prescott so he wouldn't be arrested. Um, another myth is that Revere fought in Lexington. This is false. He was near the fighting. He did like he did see the action going on, and there were musket balls whizzing by him. Though he didn't actually pick up a musket and start firing at the British. It's kind of hard to fight when you're lugging around a chest of heavy documents. Now, um, our final myth is that uh, Revere has always been considered a national hero. I mean, right, right? Wouldn't he always be considered a national hero? Wrong. He's always been a state hero in Massachusetts, just not a national hero. It wasn't until Henry Longfellow's poem during the mid-Civil War that really Paul Revere got the public's attention. And it was that exact point in time, the mid-Civil War, that really caught the public imagination. Thinking about, like, superhero comic books. I mean, when was the golden age of comic books? World War II. That's because heroes like um, Captain America or, like, Daredevil, those heroes specifically, like, snapped with the public imagination. Like, okay, we have these superheroes that are fighting the Nazis, like, the Japanese overseas. Like, this is awesome. And, like, American GIs, they passed around comic books till they broke. So you gotta think about it. These heroes, wartime really makes them, like, it emphasizes them because the public has a feeling for this kind of thing. So, um, yeah. Also, one final fact is here. Uh, Civil War Colonel Paul Joseph Revere was of the 20th Massachusetts. Grandson of Revolutionary War hero Paul Revere was mortally wounded at Gettysburg. It's like an interesting fact you can tell your friends. Um, anyways, uh, thank you for listening today. Please tell your friends about this podcast. Uh, every listener counts. And uh, please make a donation. And um, thank you, and I'll see you later. Bye-bye.